Why is he doing this? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Skunk, by Mac Barnett. Art by Patrick McDonnell. Published by Roaring Brook Press. The skunk is a man's recounting of being followed by a skunk. He can't figure out why the skunk is following him, and he just can't seem to shake him. What ends will this man go to, to remedy his skunk problem? Well, I hope you have a lot of tomato juice, because we're going to chase a skunk. The tale begins with a man peeking out his front door, telling you he saw a skunk on his doorstep. We'll go back inside, get a good trap, or hire an exterminator. But this fool, instead of doing those things, slips by the skunk staring at him and begins to walk down the street. I should add that, as he was doing this, this man had a tuxedo on with a red bow tie. So foolish. Does he want to ruin his nice attire? One spray, and he's not going to whatever he's going to. The story then states, quote, We walked a few blocks. I thought it was funny that a skunk and I could be going in the same direction. End quote. Uh, duh, you think? He clearly wants something, or has mistaken you for a cousin in that tux. It finally comes to him that he's being followed by the skunk, and this sets off an irrational chain of actions by the man. He takes off running, then he stops for coffee. Coffee? Skunks probably love coffee, with the way it gets the juices flowing. Well, nothing this man does can shake this skunk, so he tries a different strategy. He decides to give him food and even his watch. Like he's being mugged, just making a scene. Like, here, just take it. You can have anything you want. Just please, let me go. But shockingly, the skunk wanted none of it and said nothing to the man. What an interesting creature. Why is this skunk following the man? Could it be he's trying to tell the man something? Or is the skunk just fascinated with the man? Or maybe he's just bored. Randomly, the man completely changes his tune and thinks he's above this situation, even though he was the one who made it a big deal in the first place. So he hails a cab and tries to bail, thinking this will bring the chase to an end. But the skunk somehow hails the cab behind him. Must be New York. The man finally gets to the opera, and when he goes to sit down, there's no skunk, and he's relieved. Finally, he lost the skunk, right? Wrong. In the middle of the show, the skunk turns up, walking down the aisle, and plops himself on a lady's head right next to the man. The lady doesn't even notice. What, did she have a hair transplant go wrong, and now her whole scalp is numb? How does she not notice? Well, the man's paranoia kicks back in, and he jets up out that bitch. Faster than you can say, that skunk hit me with that stank. And the chase really ramps up, going through cemeteries, on ferris wheels, and through sewer pipes. At one point during the chase, the skunk corners the man, but still, it does nothing. This mysterious skunk only becomes more interesting, leaving the reader with so many questions. The man eventually comes out of the sewer pipe in a different part of the city, and he takes drastic measures, verging on insane. Seriously, he may have lost his mind. 
Seeing that there's no skunk to be found, he buys a new house and all new things, starting an entirely new life. He even throws himself a party to celebrate, though at the party, the only thing he could think about was that skunk. He had as many questions as the reader, so he ditches his own party and decides to retrace his steps from that night and goes on a wild skunk chase to find that skunk and get the answers to his questions. He finally finds the skunk and the story comes to a close with the man hiding behind a tree, watching it, saying, quote, I think I will keep an eye on him and make sure he does not follow me again. End quote. My have the tables turned. The hunter has become the hunted. Or should I say the chased has become the chaser. What's the deeper meaning to this book? I know many are left confused, asking, what the hell just happened here? Could this almost be a form of Stockholm Syndrome, where the hostage falls in love with the captor? Even though he was only being chased, I think there's definitely something to that. The man has a simple longing for excitement and purpose in his life, which is why much of this peculiar situation was manufactured in the man's head. Also, it's curiosity. The skunk never told the man what he wanted and was never aggressive towards the man. The skunk's reasons for following the man could have been positive or negative, and both the man and the reader were left with the same questions, wondering what were the skunk's motives. It's these queries that caused the man to turn into the very thing he was afraid of. Driving home the idea to the reader that humans are ignorant and hypocritical by nature. We call out a strange action by someone only to justify it when we do that very action. Could it be the skunk was merely following him for the same reason the man is following the skunk? The skunk didn't want anything bad to happen, so he followed his closest threat. I'll say this, usually books that leave a lot of questions that people call profound I find are horrible reads that spark little imagination and have many plot holes. But Mac's writing in this story was superb. It was a comedic chase scene that he gave gravitas. His role reversal at the end was the big laugh the reader was looking for and the cherry on top. Leaving the reader knowing that the story goes on after they close the book was masterful and allows the reader to think of more funny situations between these two. For those with questions, I'll tell you, if Mac answered all of them, this would not have been a funny read. Patrick's illustrations were perfect visuals for the hilarity. With almost everything being drawn in black and white, it played up the similarities between these two, with the man's tuxedo and the skunk. There was just subtle touches of red to draw the eye to certain points. If you're feeling up for a good chase, pick this one up. It's a classic. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.6. I'll have the full bird and some of the trimmings too. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.